0: Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, it of course is free. Please subscribe. We're available on all the various uh, podcast platforms. We rolled out our new YouTube channel. Um, I'd say maybe 40% of our YouTube content is actually video. right? We're still kind of at a point where we're recording audio and putting it up there as a as a video file, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to get that a sixty forty by the end of the year, and then hopefully in 2022 it's 100% uh, video content, true video content. I don't know how many articles we've published since since the last the last episode, which was uh, Thursday evening of last week, a week ago. But I wanted to talk about how. Federal government, you know, with earnings season coming up, and uh, is, is hurting small business, on particularly retailers. And then I want to, um, I want to complain a bit about the the, the COVID restrictions, because it's just overdone at this point. I mean, if, if if you're a data person like me, by May of last year, there is enough data on CDC's website to. You know, to, to to have the the data be statistically significant, whereby you could tell that the uh, COVID death rate was not uh, higher, no different than uh, the the flu's death rate, and that is with the CDC's overreported data, meaning they they overreport uh, the number of COVID cases, and that's not entirely. That's not to say that they're tweaking numbers themselves. I don't know what what they're doing in, internally, but a lot of that is just collecting data from the hospitals in terms of what the CDC reports. And it's the hospitals themselves that skew the data high, skew the number of COVID cases high. How do I know this? Well, there are a number of medical professionals that have testified to the case. I have a a blood relative who is a registered nurse for one of the largest, most prestigious hospital systems in the world. And if I said the name, you you would recognize it. And the, the hospital systems, the healthcare providers, overreport report COVID deaths, COVID instances because they get reimbursed. They get reimbursed through these various uh, federal programs with two under Trump, uh, now one under Biden with you know, two more coming. The infrastructure uh, bill is going to be split in two. So they're, they're getting reimbursed for calling a, a coronary death a COVID death. For calling an instance of the flu and the related treatment uh, COVID related because they get reimbursed. So, you know, when people say follow the money, there is there is truth in that in that saying. So even if you look at the numbers which have skewed high, high in terms of the number of COVID cases and deaths, the the, the, the death rate is no worse than the, the flu. So then therefore, if that's the case. Why do we still have mask mandates? Why do we have to have civil liberties infringed upon whereby you need to have a, a proof of vaccination in all violation of HIPAA law, right? Healthcare information is supposed to be private. That's our PII data. But now you have to show that at the door, right? Very similar to, to post-9-11 uh, when you wanted to enter an office building in New York, only, only worse because now you have, you have to volunteer your, your health-related personal information in order to, to board an airplane, but not to vote. So the, the, the thing I wanted to pick on today is um, is unemployment, enhanced unemployment benefits. You know, the, the CARES Act, pandemic, uh, unemployment assistance, and related, let's call them enhanced unemployment benefits that came about as a result of COVID, and that aren't going away. And it's not the first time I've said that or wrote that. Those benefits aren't going away. If you look at the, the the CBO's estimates for unemployment entitlements related to to COVID, they have it dropping off after this year. But th- th- those those handouts, let's call it what they are, are not going away. Neither political party is going to want to do the courageous thing and, and pull back and say, this is not good for the country. Paying people more to stay home and not be productive creates moral hazard, does not help productivity and it increases the government debt. It's not good for the country at, at the aggregate level, nor for individual citizens. So let's look at the retail sector. Not just small retailers, but large ones too, because they have thin margins. Retailers are having difficulty hiring people. I'm not the only person that said this. I did an informal survey over the course of this week. Friends and family across retail, so uh Grocery stores, uh, wine and liquor shops, uh, gyms, and so forth. Uh, places where you would typically find young people, teenagers working minimum wage type jobs or uh, adults working those type of jobs who are supplemental income for a few hours a week. Right? Those type of business operations, those type of retail operations are having difficulty finding people. And they're concerned because now, customers those who have been holed up for a year and they haven't left the house are now starting to come out and purchase goods and services and a number of these operations retail operations want to staff up but they can't find the help because the help is at home playing video games uh, betting on the stock market speculating on bitcoin speculating on cryptocurrency speculating on nfts god knows what else they're doing uh, but they're not being productive they're spending but they're not being productive which is not great for the economy, by the way, just because people are spending. We're not, we're not producing more here. That which is being spent is being produced elsewhere. So that's not a win for the United States. So what does that mean? If, if now these retail operations can't lure people back to work, well, that means they're going to have to uh, raise the wage that they pay to coax people off of the couch to get them back into the business operation. And they may say, "Well, isn't that a good thing? The worker gets paid more." Yeah, if you want to look at it in a in a in a you know a, a sliver of what's going on more broadly, But right? If you want to take that myopic view, yeah, sure, it's 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 good that people make a little bit more. But it's very different when people are getting paid more, not because economic productivity is increasing and the labor market is tight because everybody's working and being productive, and if you want to hire more people, chances are you're going to hire them from somewhere else, and therefore you've got to pay them more. That's good. That's what you want. You want that type of wage inflation because that type of productivity is good for the economy, good for everybody, even if the, you know, the various businesses have to pay more and have it eat into their uh, unit margins a bit. Presumably they're driving top-line growth. And net-net, it, it, it's good to have a productive economy, right? I mean, that's just sort of self-evident. However, that's not what's going on here. Uh, again, people, people aren't their home. So it's not as if the local retail operation is trying to recruit somebody from a competitor, per se. They're trying to coax the employee off of the couch. So in this case, what, what, what's going on is not that the united states is more productive it's that retailers now are competing with the federal government the retailers have to pay the employee more than that person is earning from the federal government through one of the enhanced unemployment benefit programs in order to coax that person back to work so the federal government you know powell was on 60 minutes fed chair powell's on 60 minutes over the weekend and he's saying what we did was heroic we save the economy. No, you're you're competing with the very businesses that you're trying to help. You're their biggest competitor. And when I say you, I'm talking both Treasury and the Fed. Right? It's both the fiscal and then the federal side. The the Federal Reserve enables the the, the fiscal side because the the Fed's the one you know buying the the Treasury bonds or whatever other uh, Treasury securities are issued to to raise money to then hint to people. Right? So it's 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 a concerted effort. The the Federal Reserve and Treasury in lockstep. So when Powell says the Fed is, is an independent agency, technically it is, but in practice it's not. He's working in lockstep with, with Treasury. And so all of these guys uh, at the executive branch, Congress, Treasury, the Fed, they are doing the politically expedient thing. They're giving handouts to make people happy. But what they're really doing is they are destroying the economy, right? destroying business, in ruining people's lives because now they've got this uh, moral hazard where you've got a whole generation of young people that think it's, it's okay, it's proper to, to stay home and collect a check but not be productive. And now they're going to pass that on to their kids someday. So this is uh, a slippery slope. That's alpha See you next time.